You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your hosts, Peter and Steve. Good morning, I'm Peter Inch, along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show presented by Roy Inton Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company and a five-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, the London Free Press Best of London, and a two-time winner of the St. Thomas Elgin Weekly News Reader's Choice Award. And we were proud sponsors of the 2017 Ford World Men's Curling Championship, which I just got back from, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But we thank you for listening today and hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But most important, the phone lines are open, so give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Or you can send an email to inchbyinch at serviceexperts.com. Don't wait. Give us a call. Mr. Gilbert. Mr. Inch, welcome back. Thank you. How was your uh, holiday off yesterday? Uh, It was filled. It was such a beautiful day yesterday that uh, got some things done around the house, got to go for a walk, uh, went to visit my mom, all, all great things. Yeah. So two important things. Did you take the air conditioner off, the cover off the air conditioner? This is my holiday, Peter. Okay. Did you rake your grass? You know, we, we have, See, we have a problem with you cutting your grass. So. Last week I rolled my lawn. Well, that's good. Yesterday Here, I, pump yesterday <laughs> I did take the cover off the air conditioner. Great. And I put it away. That's good. We uh, hope everybody out there is doing that. I did not run mine like you did, and then had a nap and let it run for the entire day. (laughs) But that's you. Yeah, it got a little cold in the house. I'm sure it did. You know, I I just kind of opened the windows when I wanted the house to cool down. How about you, Carl? No, I, uh, well, I don't don't have any control over my air conditioner at my apartment, so I get (laughs) to crank open a very small window Window. to get a very small draft of breeze if I need it. Yes, okay. And, And were you working yesterday, Carl? Did you have the day off? No, I was, I was here. I was working for AM 980 throughout the morning and into the afternoon. Atta boy. And, and we, of course, we heard you talking about uh, BERT or uh, BRT. Yeah, I was on the Craig Needle show uh, earlier this week. Uh, he called me on to uh, just kind of talk about the meeting with uh, Ward 6 and 13. Uh, and it was just good to see that the discussion's kind of going on and uh, people are getting ready for that Budweiser Gardens participation meeting. Now you've, uh, you've posted that. That's I'll, I'll give that a list when I get home. Now, now I we did didn't hear... Yeah. hear which which side you were on? Well, see, it's funny. I don't actually have an opinion. Carl's one, a politician. Not, uh, I don't think I have an authority on that. And, Carl's uh, a politician. Secondly, I, I'm really interested to see what people have to say. There's yeah. a lot of opinions out there. There's a lot of pros and cons that I've been hearing, and you have to you have to look at all the information. Carl, right? I have a I have a new respect for you. You're unbiased. You know, representation of a true media person. Just take the information to report it to you know the the the, the Londoners, just so they can you know figure out exactly which way they should go. So you're unbiased. Congratulations. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate that. Well, this is my opinion. (laughs) Okay. I think we should have a subway system. Then we don't have to worry about construction above the ground. It's all going to take place underground. And we should have a high-speed rail 
that runs from Port Stanley to London and Grand Bend to London. And then everybody could come to London, get on high-speed rail, and go to Toronto to see a Leafs game because they may never win again, and they'd at least be able to enjoy it. So, Matt Brown, look out. Peter Inch has just threw his name in for mayor. I just heard it today on the radio. You know, Peter, you got to be very careful. You know, if we're going to make this about bus rapid transit, we're not going to get any calls about heating and cooling. So, well, it was good to hear. I listened. It was great to hear you on. And uh, now, I was out in the beautiful Edmonton, uh, the city of champions. Which is now like. covered in snow. Is it really? Oh, yeah. That's yes. good. It was snowing when I left. Well, so, that was yeah, nice. It kept on snowing. But uh, we won another gold medal. Yes, congratulations. I saw you put the gold medals around Team Gushu. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. So now we are perfect. But I I did notice one thing. You didn't kiss them. No, I wasn't kissing them. (laughs) I kissed the ladies when they won, but I wasn't kissing them. But I gave them a fist bump. I, did, I saw the fist bump, I yes. gave them a fist bump because they won, so yeah. it was a lot of fun. But uh, congratulations to Team Gushu and Absolutely. to Team Holden, Holman, and they were perfect. Yes, uh, both Never teams. lost a game, so that, that was pretty special. And we set some kind of new record this year, didn't we? Because we, ha- we, we have all the gold medals, so the, the two Olympic gold medals and now the two world gold medals. Yeah, first country to hold all four medals at one time. And then we were talking last night, and we hold those four gold medals with four different teams. Yep. Which is amazing. You know, and that's what they say. So is this your Olympic team? Nope. They got to play down to become our Olympic team. So they beat everybody in the world and they're still not our Olympic team. Right. So, so that'll be a lot of fun. And? And? In London next year, you're going to get to see those teams. Most of the teams that were at the Worlds are going to be in London for the Continental Cup. That's right. Uh, down at Western Fair, at, uh, at the Western Fair District, at the Sportsplex. That's right. Tickets are on sale. Uh, at uh, curling.ca, go to championships, pick the London Continental Cup. You can go to tickets, full event package, $279, get you every game for the four days, and you can get them on Ticketmaster as well. But they're going fast because there's only like 1,200 tickets. I see. So you've got to react quickly as well as you can become a volunteer and uh, for the event as well, that's, uh, I think the cost for that is about $100. So okay. go to curling.ca, championships, Continental Cup, pick the website and you can buy tickets or you can be a volunteer. Okay. Now, just another thing, you know, we need to talk about the London Knights because they tied the series up. Yes. Yeah. That cost me another beer. Well, <laughs> don't be betting against the Knights. What are you betting against the Knights for? <laughs> They were down. It was. It doesn't a, <laughs> matter if they're down or not. Yeah. Come on. So, but yes, they they play tonight in Erie. Yes, in Erie. So they got to win that one. Come home, win it again. Yeah. And then on they go. So. So, cheering on for London Knights. Yeah, Dan. That's Dan's. Must be sleeping today. He's not in. Getting ready. You know, for that game tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, Dan is actually, we have a playoff curling game at nine o'clock. So Dan's on the ice right now. I hope he's winning because I'm on his team, but I'm here doing the radio show. Yes. So so when I show up after the show's over, I hope we're, we're happy. It's nice to know that you are committed to this, you know, this station and uh, doing this show. I am. I didn't, didn't want to let our listeners down. Okay. All right. So we're going to take a quick break, uh, but remember those phone lines are open at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. 
You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter and Steve. Go ahead, Steve. A little gloating right now. Go ahead. Go ahead. That is a great tune. Right, Carl? It is a great tune. I got to be honest with you. Uh, congratulations on winning again, Steve. Thank you. Thank you. So did you go from last to first? No. 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 no, no, no sorry. No, I was in the running last week as well. Right. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. Getting, I'm getting kind of good at this now. Yep. Congratulations. It was a good song. <laughs> How did you do? Uh, no comment. We'll just <laughs> carry on. Now, we we were talking about the uh, central air cover, and, I, you know, we kind of brushed over it. But seriously, people should be taking their central air covers off now. Yeah, because the, the downside is, you know, you it turns warm, and you want to turn it on, and that air conditioner covers on, and now that compressor is going to overheat. And if the if the safety doesn't protect it and blow the fuse, you're going to burn your compressor out, and now you got a costly repair. And, you know, we t- we're talking about doing lawn maintenance. You yes. should make sure around that air conditioner, you know, the, the shrubs are trimmed back and the weeds and everything are, are weeded away so that they're not growing up in that unit. But just spend a little time to take some care of that outdoor portion of your air conditioner. You should hose it off as well. Now, now I, I know you will be out there waxing yours because that's just what you do. And, you know, for those people that want to do that, then that's great. But you, but you certainly need to wash it off and give it a good cleaning as well. So you spray the hose right through those fins and get them all cleaned up and it will work great for you. Now, don't take a power washer to it. No, just your garden hose. Because if you power wash it the wrong way, you'll flatten the fins instead of washing the right. fins. So you have to be careful with that. Yeah, just your regular garden hose with a nozzle on it and spray it at a 45-degree angle. And I'm glad you corrected yourself there because there is a lot of people who wax their air conditioner. So <laughs> you were, you were going to take a shot and then he corrected I was not going to take a shot. So. You know, you have the nicest equipment, I'm sure, on the street. Your air conditioner and your furnace, probably your water heater and HRV are all waxed. I, I don't know. Yeah, I wax the electrical box <laughs> on the outside, too. So. It, yeah, you kind of have to wear sunglasses when you walk by I my can, house. Because... I just, you know, here I am, the neighbor walking past Peter's house, and what is he, you know, what's he doing? Carl, does that guy look like he's waxing his, his air conditioner? You know, it's funny you guys mentioned that, because you just addressed something I've thought about since I've been able to work with you guys. Is I, I have always wondered, like, do you guys care that? Like, your houses must run perfectly since you care so much about this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, they better, right? They better run perfectly. And you should test it, which I did yesterday, except my problem was is I fell asleep. But normally you should test it, let it run 15 or 20 minutes, and then... So then my question to you is, would you just crank your thermostat down instead of just setting it at lower temperature? Yeah, I turned it to 15. Oh, my goodness. And, I, you know, then I thought, well, I'll sit down, and the Leafs game was on, and, and you know, and it was a replay of game one, and I fell asleep. You know, watching How the could Leafs you fall asleep fighting. during the Leaf game? So, Too boring for you? Yeah, yeah, it was. You know, Calgary game. Now, now exciting. you guys are. Now you're getting in my grill. Okay, yeah. this is you're getting a little too close to home now. 
But anyways, it was, I woke up when I was shivering. So that told me the air conditioner was working really well. So, But you should test those. And, you know, when we do a maintenance, we're, we're checking the contactor, we're checking the amp draw on the motor, the capacitor, the compressor. We're washing it down, making sure the drain holes are clean. We're going inside, double-checking the thermostat, checking the condensate pump or drain lines inside to make sure they're free, looking at the A-coil to make sure it's not dirty. So there's quite a bit of work we do when we do a tune-up on an air conditioner. My A-coil now is just going to be pristine. Because you had to get a new one, didn't you? No, no, I didn't. I got a new furnace, but when we put everything back together again, I, I put a UV light on top of my coil. Yeah. My coil is going to be rocking. Now, what does a UV light do to a coil? It does a bunch of things. Um, I put in an APCO, so mine does odor absorption as well, but that UV light, um, your air conditioner coils like a big sponge, so it's a damp environment, and so what grows in damp, dark environments is typically like molds. So with the UV light shining on that coil all the time, it doesn't ever allow that uh, growth to happen. And ultimately your coil is, it, it, they've shown studies where your coil is almost just like it was when it, when it first went in. It's, it keeps it that clean. Yeah. So I, and I have a, a light on mine as well at home. So it's something that we've been putting more and more in, in the last Absolutely. four to five yes. years, we've been putting a lot in. So and it just, it's that, it also keeps, uh, you know, when you put UV in, into a situation, it helps cut down on the amount of bacteria and viral going on in the house as well. And we even put it in our commercial unit at the shop. Yes. That they can be done as well. That's right. So it, it's something that's commercial or residentially it can handle. I mean, we've seen it a lot in water purification. Yes. But uh, it's becoming more popular in, in air as well. Absolutely. Now we have a big home show coming up next weekend. Huge. So we're going to be at uh, London uh, Spring Outdoor, I forget the new name, but I'll call it the Spring Home Show. That's right, at the Western Fairgrounds. Yeah, and uh, now, unfortunately, my lovely face will not be present, uh, but you can stop by, say hello to Steve, and uh, the guys, Adam and John and Audrey and Nathan will all be working there. Yes, we will. Uh, I'll be at the Canadian Olympic Committee meetings trying to bring home more gold medals. Um, but please stop by. We're in. Uh, we're not in our regular spot. We got moved, but we're at seven eighteen Q. That's right. You won't. You won't miss us. You'll. You'll see us, and because we've got new unis, new unis, even from the other two shows we just did, did yes. last month. Yeah. we've got new unis coming. So it's. You know, and we don't usually let the cat out of the bag. You actually have to get to the home show to see what we're wearing. So That's right. you have to come out and check us out. So you'll be here next Saturday doing the show with Carl, and then you'll be heading right to the home show after that? Something like that, yes. Yeah. That's correct. And so we hope to see everybody there for sure. Mm -hmm. The um, If I'm buying a new air conditioner, how soon would I be able to get it installed was the question that came in from Audrey. How's tomorrow? That's <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, Steve. <laughs> okay, sorry. Well, uh, we, we've got to do some things. Uh, typically, we have access to that equipment very quickly. So if we don't have it in our warehouse, we can get it next day. So we have a lot of production capability as a company. We could have that air conditioner installed in a timely manner. So really, it's what fits your schedule, not ours. So if you wanted it on a particular day, then we could facilitate that for you. 
And brands. We were we carry two major brands. Two major brands. That's correct. And they are uh, Lennox is one of our brands, and we also carry the Amana brand. Uh, Distinctions by Amana as well. And uh, I happened to be last. Trying to think of what week this is. Last week, I happened to go through the plant of the Amana, or, or distinctions by Amana plant down in Houston, Texas. And Yeah, no, Amana is made by a company called Daikin. Yeah. Yeah, and, and they're the biggest manufacturers in the world. And you said that facility is what, 2? 2,100,000 square feet. It's 2.1 miles if you walked around the outside of the plant. Amazing. And we walked a mile and a half inside on top of a me- mezzanine looking down on all the production. Now, you said there's only one plant bigger in North America, and that's the Boeing plant. Oh, yep, in Washington. Wow. So, and it's 2.2. So we'll go from aircrafts to Air home conditioning. Heating. Yes. Now, what do you think my question was when I heard the 2.2 to 2.1? Why didn't you add on another 150,000 square feet? Just to, just just to be to, the winner. Just to be the biggest. You know, like... <laughs> But that didn't go very far. I'm sure it didn't. I would have done that. Well, Just added prob- on. Probably, yes. You know, could have been where we waxed all the air conditioners before they went out. There could have been a whole <laughs> new line in there where they could have all been waxed. These up. air conditioners sound like a sweet child of yours, Peter. Yeah. Ow, oh, ow. Very, very good, good, Carl. Thank you very much. Yeah. I like that. Yes. 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 Where did you finish this week, Carl? Uh, well, just as uh, far as you did, non-existent <laughs> on the list for the top four. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. And when you get that when you get that far down, it really doesn't matter, does it? Well, it just makes it even better when you actually do jump back up because you get to see someone else kind of go. I was in top four for a while there, <laughs> and you just show them that uh, when you when you want to try, you can uh, you can jump back up to first. It's true. Yeah, we'll have a little bit in the second uh, half hour about a suggestion that has come forward that we'll probably ask of your opinions and the listeners' opinions on. I'll read it for you. I'll read the request, yes. Um, but we're going to take a quick break, uh, and the phone lines are open. If you'd like to give us a call about your heating, air conditioner, or plumbing, you can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or one 354 8255. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter and Steve. Just take those old I didn't pick my song. I picked that song to be number one, but that was from Dan. And nice song. You two were neck and neck uh, in the voting. It was like one vote difference. To Don't take my win away from me, <laughs> so, honestly. Well, that's a great song. So. <laughs> I think Jamie loses because I thought Jamie was our, what did he call himself? The bridesmaid? Always the, the bridesmaid. Always in the number two spot, yes. Yeah. yeah. And now he, he got bumped down to third. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm sure he'll be calling in. Yes, he will. I hope he, well, he could be curling for me. You never know. <laughs> I didn't know Jamie was a curler. I do. Well, we just need a body. 
We just need somebody out there playing. Wow. I think we were, we were down to only to two To think that players. you could be replaced by just anybody. Yeah. Is... Well, the way I'm playing this year, <laughs> anybody could play better than me. <laughs> uh, we got an email that came in from uh, Maureen that said, can you hook up a new gas stove? Well, yes, we can. Uh, it, even even if there's a gas stove there already and you're replacing it, you should have a gas fitter come in and make that change. You shouldn't be doing it yourself because you. It's not it's not safe for you to just to change it out because whatever the lines back there, if if there's an old flex line back there, that line has to be changed with the new stove. You can't leave an old flex line when you change that that piece that appliance. So. That new flex line has to change, and then, you know, you have to make sure that the ends are, uh, we use a we use a, a kind of a pipe dope kind of stuff so that you don't get any leaks around the threads. So uh, you typically wouldn't have those materials in your home when you're changing that stuff, so it, it needs to be done by a proper fitter. Yeah, and, it, and you know, we have to test it for leaks. And like you say, that, that flexible line has to be replaced because even moving a stove in and out a couple of times, that flex line is not meant to to bend, you know, multiple times. Right. Um, so it's something that, that has to be very careful and checked and made sure. And, and again, make sure the gas stove was purchased in Canada. That's right. It has to have a CGA sticker on it. Yes. Right. Because if it, if you bought it in the U S and brought it over the border. Can't be put in. Uh, yeah. There's some uh, definite rules there that will allow it or not allow it. And if it is installed, it can affect your insurance. If there was a fire or something like that that did happen. A lot of people don't, uh, they take that for granted, right? They pick something up in the United States and bring it home and, um, you know, you can, you can, you can hook it up yourself, but if whatever you do in your house, if you hook something up yourself on a gas line, you still need a licensed fitter to come and say, yes, it's okay before you can turn it on. And if they see there's no CGA sticker on it, uh, you can't do anything with it. Yeah. And there has to be a gas tag hung saying what was done and how many feet was changed. And the pressure test and everything on that. Yes. Same for a barbecue outside. It has to be done properly. That's correct. Um, Kathy sent in an email and I'm going to kind of break this down into two parts. It says, do you service portable air conditioners? Well, then you're going to have to answer this one, Mr. Inch. Uh, No. But what is a portable air conditioner? Well, is a portable air conditioner a window unit or is it the one that sits on that trolley on the wheels that you can move from room to room that, that has to exhaust out through a window? Like which, which are you referring to? The one on wheels. Okay. So that portable unit, um, you need to have a water reservoir for it, right? So it, it fills up with water, then you have to empty the water and. And it is meant that you could put it in the bedroom, um, at night. You can move it into the living room during the day. Um, so it is a, a, a lot of people didn't like window air conditioners sticking out a window. Well, it cuts down on view as well, right? Right. So yes. they moved to this portable unit that has an exhaust going outside, but it's maybe, uh, four inches wide, uh, that can be put in a sliding window or a horizontal window that lifts up and down. It can be mounted in either one. Um, but normally window air conditioning companies look after that. And we have been out of that business for probably over 10 years now. Time flies, right? Yeah. yeah. Cause we used to do a lot of window air conditioners. Yeah. That's where I kind of cut my teeth. That's where I, that was my department and looked after that and grew it. And ever but, lose a window air conditioner out of a window? Yes, beat? I did that. But that was because my helper wasn't very good. I so see. Okay. When I asked if he had it, he said yes. And when I turned around, it wasn't there. 
You mean so, so it fell out the window? Fell out the window about <laughs> six stories down. So, lady got a brand new air conditioner. I'm sure she did. Yeah. So. Good thing. The good thing there was no one underneath the window. No, and I got a new helper the next week. <laughs> <laughs> was no longer employed after that. So. Wow. But, but yeah, so window air conditioners we don't service. Uh, portable okay. air conditioners we don't. Just central airs and what we call mini splits. Duckless. Yep. Yep. Which we look after there as well. So, um, now this one is, came in from Brenda and it says, I have a tankless water heater. Does that mean endless supply of hot water or does that mean that it's only heats up to 40 gallons at a time? That's a good question. So Brenda, uh, tankless or on demand, they call them, is a water heater, which, uh, as long as you, when you turn on the hot water tap, you're heating the water you use. So if you left that hot water tap on for eight hours, it would heat it would heat that water for eight hours straight. Um, so it turns on and off by you turning the t- the hot water tap on or off. They have a flow regulation in there, so if you turn the water on just very little, it's probably not going to turn that hot water tank on. So you actually have to turn the hot water on to to make it work. But uh, it doesn't just heat to forty gallons; it'll heat as much as you want. And what do you need to do to it every year? Why are you asking me this question? Because you didn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's very important because it heats water so quickly that it has a regular maintenance on it. So we have to flush that heat exchanger once a year to get all the buildup out of it in order to keep it working properly as well. That allows our, our, our men to go and check the gas pressures and, and do, you know, ohm out all the parts just to make sure everything's working properly. Because if you don't, it will, it not, it, it might, it will fail on you. Yeah. And we've seen, I mean, what it does, we have a pump that we use to pump vinegar through the system and we've seen what the acid in there, the stuff we pull out does to even that pump. Yes. But what it can do to your uh, tankless water heater is. Yeah. Huge. It's important that you just, you have to descale them. So that's, it's, and the manufacturer states that right in their paperwork on the maintenance that it needs a regular maintenance. Yes. You know, and you can choose to do it. Like if we, if we're doing a furnace and air tune up, we can do the furnace and the water heater, or we can do the air and the water heater. You know, you can add a fireplace in there. You can create a combination of units to save you some money. Actually you do, uh, we, they do all, all three of mine every uh, August. So uh, they do my furnace, my air conditioner and my water heater all at the same time. Yeah. So you, when you test your air conditioner today, should just be ready to go. Everything should be perfect. My air conditioner is just tickety boo. It'll be all raring to go. Don't fall asleep. It's a little cold. <laughs> Make sure you're awake when you do this. It's true. I, I could test my air conditioner right here if I wanted to, but you know, they would not be very happy with me at home. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could have done that. Yes. Wherever yeah, my right, phone right, is right, here. Just, yeah. Turn on, turn, just turn it on from offsite. The, um, now, the other important thing to do, which I did yesterday as well, is with your humidifier, what should be you should be doing this time of year? Well, there's a, there's a damper control on your humidifier, which uh, stops the air from going through that humidifier. So uh, right on it, the, the new ones, they say winter and summer. So you should be turning the controller to uh, the off position and then closing that damper. Okay. And what else with the water? 
Well, I've got different different thoughts on you know because the, the water. Some people like to turn them off. Some people just leave them where they are because as long as the controller shut off, there's no water flowing through them. At least the bypass ones. Um, those bypass ones are set, you know, so that we don't have much water running through them. So if you're messing with that, when you turn it back on, if you're going to shut the water off, at least mark on that valve where that where that setting is, so you know where to set it in the in the fall. Um, but if the controller's off that that's not going to turn on anyways, but it's really how comfortable you are with that. Yeah, so normally I'll mark with the Sharpie where the water valve is, and I'll mark with the Sharpie where the controller was set that right. I was happy that the winter. You should also change that water panel. I'd say it's a great oh, time absolutely, yes. to put a new one in so that when you get to the fall and you want to turn it back on, you're not looking for it or, oh, I didn't change that, that you can make that adjustment to it. And on the new thermostats, uh, we're running with these, with Ecobee and, and uh, Lennox High Comfort anyways, you can, right on the thermostat, you can control that these humidifiers so you can turn it off right from that control. So you can, you don't have to use that auto feature. It's right, wired right into the thermostat these days. You can turn the humidifier on and off. Yeah, and maybe we're going to take a break here, but when we come back, maybe we can talk about there's always that light flashing that says change water panel. Oh, yes. So once you've changed it, how do you get that light to stop flashing? So we can talk about at least April air is, is a popular one that we can talk about. But Okay. So uh, give us a call. The lines are open at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter and Steve. Joe Walsh there from Jamie. Yeah. Finished third out of the bridesmaid spot, dropped down into third place. But we're going to head right to the phone lines. We have Alex on the phone. Uh, go ahead, Alex, with your question. Yes, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, my wife and I are thinking of purchasing a propane gas stove because we're on propane out here in the Kamoka country area. And uh, what's the benefits of propane uh, versus, you know, hydro, which which one is more efficient? And this is a cooking stove? Right, yeah. Okay. So the cooking stove for, I'll call it a chef or someone who enjoys cooking. Right. Normally with gas or propane, it's a lot easier to control things mm-hmm. than it is with electric. So true chefs love gas or propane. But when it comes to operating, you know, cost-wise, would propane be cheaper or hydro would be? That's when it comes down to the cost of the fuel. So right. electric is 100% efficient. Okay. A gas stove, it can be anywhere from 90 to 80% efficient. Okay. But when you break it down into, you know, where's hydro going, where's propane going, how often do you use it? 
Um, like in my house, I have an, uh, a gas uh, cooktop with an electric oven. Because, you can do that too, eh? Yeah, yeah. because I don't you you know the electric oven I use the turkey or but I'm using the cooktop more, so I went with a combined unit to do both. And I've myself I find that's just the easiest. Uh, um, I can have a warmer tray in the bottom and so forth that works well with that. And it operates when the hydro goes out too, eh? No, yeah. it does. Well, the top burner does. Yes, it does. But yeah. the oven will not work when the hydro yeah. goes out. Right. So, okay, thank you very much. I think okay. I got a rough idea. Okay, thanks, I Alex. I appreciate it, yeah. Thank you. Okay. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. I've got that same uh, oven at home as well. i got a gas cooktop with the electric oven underneath. Bosch? No, no, I did not buy Bosch. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Well, your luck. Okay. The... Um, <laughs> Now, you had a idea. Well, we were going to talk about the uh, reset on the humidifier. So on a lot of humidifiers, when it will do what we call a time. So how long the furnace runs, it will bring on a light to say it's time to change the humidifier panel. Right. There is hard panels and soft panels. That's correct. A hard panel is replaced once a year. Soft panel is replaced. Twice a year. Twice a year. So let's say the light's flashing. You're now going to replace the panel. How do you get that light to stop flashing? How do you get that light to stop flashing? It's very simple. You just turn it to what's called the test mode, uh, uh, test or reset. And when you turn it there, you'll hear it come on and make sure uh, water's flowing through it. Then when you turn it back, that light should go off. And then that now resets that. And it will wait to you. The furnace runs so many times. That's why if you leave it in the on position all summer long, it's going to tell you that you need to replace that panel and you don't because you've already replaced it. But for my customers who use Ecobee and Linux, because you can't tell that humidifier, you can't tell Aprilair whether you have a soft or a hard pad in it. Right. So... In, in these uh, Wi-Fi thermostats we use these days, I can go into and tell exactly when I can just say, I want a reminder, and I can program that reminder right into my thermostat. And it will send me an email to say, hey, Steve, time to change that humidifier pad. And I do that with my Nest. I tell it to tell me when it's time to change my filter. So I get a reminder to say, filter time, and it sends me an email. And it and and it also will tell you which you will start to gain on me because I've been gaining on you. But now you got a new furnace, so we might be neck and neck. But you will win on how many trees you're going to save this summer. I will actually. I, I've already noticed when I got my last report, uh, my gas use was way down from the same time from last year. Yeah. So it's it's already starting to help out. And I just killed a tree by falling asleep and letting yes. my air conditioner. A tree, run. a tree. You might have done a forest <laughs> by doing that. Yeah. It's. But it's working. The air <laughs> conditioner works good. You need to test it. You don't want to wait no, for that you, hot I, day. No, I agree with you 100%, Peter. You should turn it on to see if it's working that way. When, when the hot day comes, you already know. You'll just turn it on and, and you'll be running away. Now, you had an email that came in from a listener. Yes. About our radio uh, show picks. Yes. Um so maybe go ahead and Carl and I'll listen and we'll we'll determine whether 
it's got any merit or it does have some merit that's your opinion okay <laughs> okay uh peter and steve uh the music thing is great uh but i find that we keep on doing the same genre of music over and over again and you you guys typically pick the 70s rock and roll hey that's when we grew up um, there is a lot more out there. I think that maybe if you had a theme behind your music, it would go much better. I.e., for example, uh, you could do stuff like um, TV sitcoms or your favorite country song or just uh, not just all kinds of different things. Favorite so, country song. Yeah. Did so they you, just do said. Do you even know what that is? <laughs> <laughs> they just said to pick a theme for the next week and then allow us to pick songs from that just so that it's not such a, it would make it more interesting. I thought it had a lot of merit. So can I pick the themes? Well, I think we can, sh- I think the, <laughs> I think the person who wins should be able to pick the f- next theme. No, I think the person who finishes last. Oh, okay. Should be able to pick the theme. Then they maybe got a chance <laughs> to come up. Ouch. So that'd Ouch. be Carl this week. Well, well, thank you again, <laughs> Peter. Uh, I just want to make it very clear to any listeners out there that uh, I, I did drop the ball on advertising my pick for this week, but uh, I'd have to give it some thought. I'd have to think about the genre for, uh, for our Monday kind of switch up uh, to see what, uh, what might give me the advantage for next week. Yeah, maybe the 2000 era. <laughs> Something <laughs> a little newer could give me a chance. <laughs> I just I thought it was a very interesting uh, uh, challenge to put out, and yeah. Okay. Well, we'll we'll d- because I I thought I thought immediately of of your favorite television. I, I like the television sitcom thing because I think with all of us here, we all had a different uh, sitcom growing up that we would watch, right? So Carl would be something newer. He might not even know the stuff that we watch. Peter. Tim, Tim the Toolman Taylor. Come on, That's I know safe. Home Improvement. You'd be yeah. surprised what <laughs> old sitcoms I used to watch. Yeah. Anyways, I just thought it was kind of a neat idea, and we could kind of let that grow upon that as well. Anyway. Yep. Well, we'll give it. A, and who'd that come in from? It, who just, was it said an active listener. Oh, an active. <laughs> he's not. He's not even gonna. That was probably from him. It was not from me. <laughs> that was probably I, from Steve. I would trying, not do that. Trying nope. to get the top spot. I here. yeah. They asked me if I would mention it on the radio. All right. Well, we'll we'll give that a try. If it, if if I keep finishing last, we may have to change that up. But we'll give that a try. So does that mean Carl's going to pick something for next yep. week? Carl's going to pick for next week. So Carl, well, you have to decide before the show's over because we have to make that decision. I think I have an idea. Okay. All right. Going to keep it to himself? I don't know. I, <laughs> you have to let him know because it's it's 9.57, so he needs to cough it up. Yeah, we only got a minute here. So what's your idea, Carl? Well, uh, if I'm being pushed against the wall on this, uh, I'm going to probably say, you know what? You, you, you kind of said it well. Let's... Uh, the good thing about this will be opening people up to new genres. Let's let's try to aim for the 2000s because I know a great Vancouver band that did not get as much recognition back in the 2000s that I would love to hear on the radio. And I'm hoping that if anyone hasn't heard them or does know who they are, uh, they'll actually be able to check out the songs that we pick and maybe get a little more uh, information on some of the new stuff. Okay, so we have to hit music in the 2000s. 2000. So okay. from 2000 to 217. Okay. Sure, yeah, sure. Okay. Okay, I'll have to start listening to the radio. <laughs> um, but when we're not on the air, you can check us out at RoyHinch.com for uh, coupons that we have. Uh, make sure if you're, our guys are out, you mentioned the Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show. Um, you can reach us 
in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or in Sarnia at 519-786-2373 or always at RoyInch.com. You can listen to a podcast of this show at RoyInch.com by hitting the Inch by Inch button on the homepage. And as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show. Join us again next Saturday morning at 9 for a brand new episode. Or check out our show page for past episodes archived at am980.ca.